Hello, my name is Michael Rocha. I'm a university student who studies anthropology and a comic book enthusiast. Anybody who knows me knows that I'm a big fan of Batman. I collect his comics, I watch television shows and movies where Batman is the central focus, and my favorite graphic novels tell Batman storylines. But there is one person I know who is a much bigger fan of the Dark Knight than I am, and is probably Batman's biggest fan my Uncle Gene Vaughn. In this episode, I will be joined by my Uncle Gene to talk about Batman and why he, my uncle, is such a fan of the Dark Knight. Hello, Uncle Gene. Hello? Hey, Michael. Hi. So this is going to be a real casual conversation, and we're just going to be talking about Batman for a little while. Okay, no problem. Okay. So when did you first get into Batman? Um, I was actually thinking about that the other day. Um, it was, I'm not sure exactly what age I was, but three or four um and it was really i was really introduced to batman through the 1960s tv show so it was and and at the time i was that age it would have been in reruns so that was my first exposure to batman i did not actually know there was a batman comic until sometime after i had seen the tv show okay and shoot i may have even been younger than three or four i think we lived in harlingen so i may have been three <laughs> so they used to run it on on uh, KGBT Channel 4 down here in the afternoons and so that's that's when I saw it and then I didn't see a Batman comic until sometime after I had started watching the show I was in a grocery store in Brownsville with my grandmother and saw a Batman comic and thought oh wow they made a comic book out of this TV show so, <laughs> so I, I didn't know that the comic actually came first I didn't learn that till much later And what is it about Batman that you like? Um, I mean, I think what I've always liked about him is he's really just a, a normal person. He doesn't have any superpowers other than, you know, he's just, he's very smart. He's very resourceful. Um, you know, I, I like those qualities about him. He has to use his, his wits to, to win. And he, you know, he does have superior physical capabilities, but they're all relatively within the, you know, within what you could do as a normal overpowered human being. Right. So you told me that you went to go see the Michael Keaton Batman movie, the first one in the, when it came out in theaters and you went to go see the midnight showing. What was that like? Um, it was very exciting. That's that's still to this day the only midnight showing I've ever gone to. Um, you know, so I remember waiting in line at the at the theater in Westlaco to get in, and 
I was just, I, I was pretty hyped. I'd, I'd been waiting for that literally since I was a little kid. I mean, I had always wanted there to be a Batman movie. So even, even at that time, I guess I was, I was 20, almost 21. I was very excited. I mean, like hard to contain the excitement type of excited. Um, so it was, it was a big deal. And I mean, I, you know, I, I will never forget certain things about that night. I mean, after the opening credits where they kind of looks like you're flying through a Canyon and then when the camera pulls back and you see that it's the, the, the bat logo, you know, I, I remember the whole theater bursting into applause. I mean, there were just, there were a lot of great moments in that, in that film and uh, that, that, that kind of have stuck with me. Um, but it was, you know, it was a cool thing. I mean, it was my brothers and I went together and I think uh, several of my friends who were home for the summer at that time were also there. So there, there was a big group of us, but I was easily the most excited. I mean, when you're a little kid and you, and you know, uh, introduce yourself as Gene Batman Vaughn, you're going to be excited for a moment, like, like Batman in 1989. Yeah. The, I can imagine, you know, just the thrill and the excitement that, you know, here's the character that you saw in TV shows and comics finally up on the, on the big screen. Yeah. I mean, it was, and it was, you know, the costume was so well done. I mean, there was just, there was a lot to it that was really enjoyable. Jack Nicholson was, was great as the Joker. Um, you know, it was just, it was a great event. And I mean, leading up to it, I remember seeing previews for it. Um, I think I told you I was at the, the, uh, I was at a couple of weeks before the movie, I was at the, uh, the Indiana Jones movie, I guess it was Indiana Jones and the last crusade. And they played a preview for Batman. And there's, there's a moment in the preview where the bat plane goes up and pauses in front of the moon, you know, so you get the bat logo up there and then it falls down. And one of my friends turned to me at that movie and I, I had tears streaming down my face and he, you know, it's making fun of me. He's like, what, what in the world is wrong with you? And I said, you have no idea. I've been waiting all my life for this movie. I'm so excited. So it, it was a, it was a big deal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I'm a big fan of that movie too. Michael Keaton, uh, as far as the movie goes is my favorite Batman. So he was, he was really good. I mean, I wasn't sure how that was going to work just cause it's, you know, up to that point, he just, and even out, even since then, I mean, he just, he has a definite persona that, that he plays, but it, it worked. I mean, physically, I'm still not sure I believe him as like Bruce Wayne and Batman, but, but it worked. He was, he was really good. I mean, that was, that's one of my favorites. I, I don't know if I put it up there. It's not, I don't know if I like it as much as the Christopher Nolan movies, you know, now that those are out, but of the, of that first phase of Batman movies, uh, to me, it's definitely the best. I agree. So let's, I wanted to ask you about the, uh, the other people in Batman's life. So one of them is Superman. I know we kind of talked a little bit before about Batman versus Superman in terms of uh, who they are as comic book characters and what you think of each of them but could you elaborate a little bit more on what do you think about Superman in, in comparison to Batman? Um, well, I think I told you Superman has never been my favorite character. Just, I just have, since I was a little kid found him kind of boring. I mean, because I mean, he's just all powerful. <laughs> so it's like, how does he not just step out and win 
every time. And I've never thought of him as like the smartest character. And I, I, I guess I should disclose, I'm, I'm not a big Superman comic book reader. So, you know, I, these are all just impressions that I've had. I've, I've just never went out of my way to read Superman comics. So I, I don't profess to know just a ton about him, but, um, you know, I, where, where I liked Batman because he, you know, his wits were his, his great strength. I never felt that way about Superman. I mean, to me, he just, it's kind of a cheat. He can see through everything except for lead, you know, he can hear everything. He can burn holes and stuff. I mean, there's, there's like nothing he can't do. Um, so I, I never just loved that comic. I, I do like, you know, I used to read world's finest comics. I always liked his friendship with Batman and, you know, they had a good little friendly rivalry. I, I always enjoyed that aspect of it, but just as a, as a standalone character, he's not one of my favorites. Okay. And how about Robin? Does Batman need a Robin? Do you think he's important for Batman's crusade in his fight against crime? Uh, I don't know. Um, that that's a that's a odd one. I mean, when I was a when I was a little kid, I I thought Robin was cool. It was hard to picture Batman without Robin. As an adult, you know, you look at them. It's kind of like, why does Batman have this little kid running around with him? Um, so, it's. I I guess I have two perspectives on it. There's the kid version of me that just thought, hey, this is the most normal thing in the world, and then there's the adult version of me that's like, that's a little odd. Um, but you know, I liked, I liked the Dick Grayson Robin. I, you know, I, I, and I, I haven't read all the various iterations of Robin. I mean, I've read comics that, that have each one in them, but I'm, I'm not, I'm not an expert on how Robin has morphed over the years. I, I did like the Dick Grayson Robin. I think I liked him best when he was in college. Um, but, uh, I, I thought he was a good, you know, a good, uh, partner for Batman. He kind of lightened things up. I think for for batman um because that batman character can tend to be so dark and you know even though dick grayson had experienced a lot of darkness in his life with his parents being killed i i think he approached it differently than than batman did just mainly because of his age and so i think it he he you know had the effect of of lightening the batman um I didn't really, I didn't read the, the Jason Todd Robin stuff until, you know, kind of well after the fact, I, I think I read death in the family when I was, well, after the, the 1989 Batman movie came out, I, I found a compilation volume of it and, and read it. So that was really my first exposure to him. So I don't know a lot about him and I don't know a lot about the, the other Robins since then. Um, you know, I've, I've read Batman comics without him. I, I like it without him, but I, I enjoy it with him. You know, I, I think especially like on the TV shows, um, whether it be the 1969 when I loved his puns or the, you know, Batman, the animated series, I, I think it was good every now and then when, when he was on there, I think he, you know, just was nice to have a little bit, a little bit of light in that dark show. Um, so I don't know. Okay. So now I wanted to ask you about like a few things like in terms of favorites. So who is your favorite 
Batman. Who is my favorite Batman? Who is your favorite right. Batman in terms of uh, oh, live right. action actors who have who have portrayed him? Um, you know, I know this won't be popular with a lot of people, but I I really liked the Val Kilmer Batman. Um, I mean, that was at a time when Val Kilmer was was really popular. Um, I thought physically he he looked like the character. I mean, his hair could have been darker, but you know, size wise and everything, he he looked more like what I picture Batman looking like. But uh, if not Batman, I mean, if not Val Kilmer, then then I I definitely liked I I, I liked um, uh, oh shoot I'm blanking on his name the guy who played him in in Christopher Nolan's movies. Um, oh, uh, What's that? Christian Bale. Yeah, Christian Bale. I, I liked him. I know he's probably a little short, but but I thought he was I thought he was good. I mean, I I liked especially liked him as Bruce Wayne. I thought he did a good job as Bruce Wayne. As Batman, I think it would have been good if he hadn't done that silly voice that he did, but hey, you know, the minor flaw. Okay. Uh what about uh is there a bat suit that you particularly like something from maybe the comics or from the movies um you know i'm probably always going to be partial to the the bat suit from like 1970s batman comics um you know that's that's kind of a blue and it's got the i guess pointier ears i always liked that one um i i like the other stuff they've done with it you know in the particularly like in the christian uh, in the in the Christopher Nolan movies, or I even like the the Ben Affleck Batman suit, but I, I think I'll always be partial to that that blue one with the with the gray uh, body tights and stuff. I I don't know why, but because it probably makes more sense for it to be black or very dark gray. But but I, I like the uh, I like the seventies Batman. It's probably just because that's that's what I was introduced to. Okay, yeah, that was a, that was a good one. I like that one too. One that's one something that Batman is like known for is his car, the Batmobile, and it's gone through a whole lot of different iterations. Do you have a favorite Batmobile? Um, again, it's probably just because it's my childhood, but I really, I really like the Batmobile from the nineteen sixties TV show. That that car was just awesome. And I used to have uh, like a diecast metal uh, model of it that was, you know, that that like it shot little missiles out of some of the stuff on the back. It was it was neat. That that car will always be special to me. But but uh, if not that car, then I I think I like the tumbler from the the Batman the the Christopher Nolan movies. That was that was a pretty cool take on the Batmobile for sure. Yeah, those two are. Those two are really, really interesting. I like those two. Um, I I kind of like the uh, the nineteen eighties, the Michael Keaton Batmobile, because I feel like that was like the big Batmobile, and I've seen like different little toys and mo different models of that one. So yeah, that one, yeah, that, that one. looks interesting rather than it has like cool weapons or gadgets or anything. Yeah, that one that one was pretty cool too, um, and I think it it you know, paid homage to some versions of it. You know, I, I don't know that there was ever anything in the comics before that, that looked like it, but I think there were kind of references to things that appeared on the Batmobile in the comics. Um, so yeah, it was, that was a pretty good take 
take on the Batmobile as, as well. Is there a particular Batman storyline that you favoritize something that came out of the comics that you feel like, oh, this was such a good part of the Batman mythos. It's a staple. It's something that it, it just stuck with you. Um, hmm, well, I mean, definitely the Dark Knight Returns. Um, and I, that's not, that's something I didn't read until, um, until after the the 1989 movie um but i i i think that's i think that's probably the best batman story um but if not that then um i really enjoyed i couldn't even tell you why but i i always enjoyed the like all the razal ghoul stuff all through the 70s there just seemed to be they just they they always seem to be picking up where they left off and there's a great, you know, uh, I don't even remember the name of the story, but they they kind of battle each other with swords in the desert. Uh, I liked that one. I, I don't know. They they just had a lot of different things all through the 70s that one just seemed to build on on the other. And I couldn't even tell you why I liked Ra's al Ghul, but I, I really, I enjoyed all that. And I kind of liked Batman's relationship with, with uh, Talia all through that. So... So it's not really one particular storyline. It's just something that seemed to continue uh, in various storylines through the 70s and I guess probably into the early 80s. Yeah, Ra's al Ghul is a very uh, formidable opponent and definitely one of the, the smarter ones, I think, in Batman's uh, rogues gallery. Yep. Speaking of, and while we're on that topic, and this might seem like a silly question, but who is your favorite Batman villain? Um, I mean, I'm going to go with the popular choice here. It's, it's the Joker. I mean, I could probably pick up any Batman comic from any era. And if it's got the Joker in it, I'm, I'm going to read it. I've, I've liked all of his various incarnations, although I like him best when he's a murderous psychopath, as opposed to just a clown. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That Joker is the antithesis of Batman. And I think he will always be number one Batman villain. And I found this out recently the other day is that Hugo Strange was originally supposed to be Batman's Moriarty to his Sherlock. Hmm. But I'm glad that they decided to change that around and write the character of the Joker so that way he is Batman's greatest enemy. Yeah. Yeah, he's... I mean, he's, he's a great, great character. Um, I've, I, I even used to read the Joker comics, you know, when they had their short run in the seventies. Um, I mean, he's just, I don't know. He's just fun. (laughs) If, if he can be fun, I've, I just have always enjoyed him. Very true. One thing that Batman is also kind of known for is having a lot of different love interests in the comics. Do you have a particular favorite? Um, no, I mean, I guess it would be, you know, (laughs) no, I really don't. Um, you know, I, I remember there being love interests when I was reading Batman as a kid, but honestly, as a, as a young kid, those, those those particular storylines just didn't interest me all that much. So 
I probably skimmed over that part just to get to the action. So no, I mean, I guess, you know, Selena Kyle has a special place in, in my heart, but that's also cause she's Catwoman and she's an iconic villain. And, you know, I, it, it, I guess there's a part of me that thinks it would have been great if they had actually gotten together, but you know, it is what it is. Good point. So a lot of people have taken up the mantle to write a Batman storyline. And there are several um, different storylines and graphic novels that tell these stories mm -hmm. with many different incarnations of Batman. Is, mm -hmm. Are there any writers or who, is, who do you think is the best writer? Someone who has taken Batman and just ran with it and came up with a really good story. Oh, I mean, I know there's all those guys in the, in the seventies who, if you were to rattle off a list of names, I would remember them, but I, I don't off the top of my head. So I, I would have to go with Frank Miller just because I really, really enjoyed the dark Knight returns. And I know that's not a very original answer. And I really enjoyed the year one, uh, comic. Um, I think those are, those are standouts to me. Um, and so I, I, you know, I'm going to say Frank Miller, I'll even forgive him for the, the follow-up to the dark Knight returns, which was terrible. The dark Knight returns was just so good that kind of, he can, he can have a screw up and he'll still be fine in my book. One thing you also told me is that you have the entire, um, animated series on DVD. Is that true? Yes, I've got, I've got all of those. Um, and then I think I have all of Batman Beyond as well. I'm pretty sure I have the entire collection of Batman Beyond. Yeah, I, I like watching those. It's probably time. I haven't watched the animated series in a while, so it's, it's probably time to revisit that. But yeah, I've, that was when that came out. I mean, I was, I was, uh, I was fresh out of college when the animated series debuted on TV and um i was working for a cpa firm in houston and this was back in the days of videotape and i used to set my vcr to record that <laughs> and i would come home from work and watch the animated series every day so because it was i guess it was uh it was before fox had a saturday morning cartoon lineup so it was it was just syndicated so i you know i would watch those faithfully i love the cartoon series Kevin Conroy down is my favorite voice for the Batman. Yeah, I, I would agree with that. Is there a particular episode or is there like a moment in the animated series that you really enjoyed something that you came home and you saw it and you thought, Oh, that is so cool. That it was the, and something you just kind of hold held on to. Um, I, not, I can't think of a, you know, a particular moment like that. Um, probably just, you know, I, I think the thing that stands out to me is I, actually, I guess the, the, what I like best about that series was just the, the opening credits. I thought that was really well done. They used that, they used the, the Danny Glover theme song and just the, the way they did that montage, all those quick cuts of, you know, various scenes involving the Batman or him disarming criminals or whatever. I just thought that was really, really well done. Um, and, and so 
it, it would probably be the opening credits. The, that is a classic. I out of the cartoon series that I know involving Batman or just any superheroes, in, including the Justice League. I love going back and just watching that clip over and over on YouTube. Yeah. Yeah, that that's that was really well done. So for fans of Batman who want to start reading the comics but don't really know where to begin, where would you recommend they start? Um, you know, I, I don't know if they still sell these. I've, I've kind of looked for it actually. Okay. I'm looking in my office. I wish you could see this, but I have, I have Batman stuff all over my office. Um, (laughs) My my assistant helped me decorate and she incorporated all my Batman stuff in here. Um, There is actually a book um, called Batman, a visual history. It's by DK multimedia. And it, it takes you through every era of Batman. That's, that probably would be a good place for somebody who knew nothing about Batman or who knew something, but not a lot and wanted to learn. That might be a good place to start because they, they go through various storylines in there. And so you might get some ideas of of things you want to read. Um, You know, otherwise maybe the year one comic, might be a good place to start and if not there then i I don't know if they still publish these but i used to buy these these big compilation publications that had stuff from kind of every era of batman and so you could read a bunch of different batman stories those were always fun i haven't seen one of those in a long time so i don't know if they still publish them but you know something like that just so you can kind of get a sampling and figure out which era of batman you like the best and then go from there Good, yeah. I I like the idea of starting with uh, Batman Year One. I might have to look for those uh, uh, visual history books because that does sound interesting and to see like the transitions that have been made for the character uh, over time. Yeah. yeah, I think I found it at Costco. <laughs> it was a Christmas gift. It was, it's a beautiful book too. It's, it's really, it's, I mean, it's a very well put together. Okay. And one last question uh, about Batman. Why do you think so many people are so drawn to Batman? Why do you think so many people uh, um, admire him, take inspiration from him, and try to maybe take a little part of him as a character and apply them, apply it to uh, to their lives? Um. <laughs> Hmm. Well, I think everybody would like to be rich. Um, <laughs> Very true. <laughs> but I think everybody can identify with the idea of wanting vengeance to right a wrong. And, you know, that that is his motivation for a lot of what he does. I mean, he he was greatly wronged i mean he suffered a huge injustice one that you know would be very difficult to recover from and he took that anger and channeled it into trying to make a difference for his city and i think a lot of people like the idea of you know trying to right wrongs even if his methods aren't 
always, you know, the best. I mean, he, he at least lives by the, the no kill creed, you know, for the most part. Um, so I, I think, I think that's what appeals to a lot of people. All right. Well, it's what appeals to me. Well, thank you very much, uncle Gene, for taking time and to talk about Batman with me. Hey, my pleasure. This was, this was fun. Hope to one day, uh, do this again. Maybe we can talk about Batman some more and go into depth with a little more things about the dark Knight. Yeah, that'd be great. All right. Well, thank you so much. Okay. It's your thing, Michael. Bye-bye. I would like to thank my uncle Gene for joining me to talk about Batman in this podcast episode. And now a question for all of you. What's something about Batman that you like? It can be something you identify with or something you just think is cool. Let me know by reaching out to me on Twitter or sending me a voice message here on the Anchor app. My name is Michael Rocha. This has been Comic Topics. Thank you for listening.